Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news analysis and context from Taichung, Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. All right, up today on the program, Taiwan's economy continues to shine. Taichung's MRT is on hold indefinitely. CTI TV News and the NCC's moves for more control. Now, for this show, I'm trying a different format. I've moved the headlines to the end of the show, but be sure to stick around for those. There are quite a few. First up, however, I'd like to thank our newest patron on Patreon, Thomas. Thank you very much, Thomas. Your support means a lot to us here at Taiwan Report. The central bank decided to leave its key interest rates unchanged at 1.125%, the lowest in the country's history. The central bank also raised its forecast for Taiwan's GDP to 2.58% for 2020 and to 3.68% for 2021, from 1.6% and 3.28% made at the previous quarterly meeting held in mid-September. S&P Global Ratings has raised Taiwan's GDP growth forecast from 1% to 1.64% for this year, while cutting back their forecast for next year from 3% to 2.9%. That is one of the most pessimistic outlooks of all the forecasters. At the opposite end of the spectrum is Academia Sinica, which predicted growth expected to hit 2.71% for 2020 and a blistering 4.24% in 2021. Many are speculating that Taiwan's growth this year and next may surpass that of China's for the first time in decades. Now, politically, this is good news for the DPP. For years, the image was of the KMT being the more competent of the two parties in economic management. And at one time, that was true. In 2008, the KMT's Maing Zhou campaigned on that, but his record by the end of his second term of office failed to even come close to his campaign promises. Under President Tsai, the economy has done better and jobs and investment are returning from China, helped along by incentives offered by our administration. Even better, after years of stagnation, wages have been slowly inching up again, though not as fast as most would like. However, all this being said, it was interesting to note in the ET Today poll I shared with you a few shows back about the top 10 politicians in the country and that the KMT entries ranked higher in financial management. So the image of KMT proficiency isn't completely gone. The Taichung MRT launch is now indefinitely delayed. A report was given to the city government, but the government said it didn't fully explain why couplings connecting the carriages failed and decided to delay the launch. Mayor Lu Xiaoyan apologized to Taichung residents for having to make the decision, saying the city government will establish an MRT malfunction review committee made up of experts to examine the problem. The companies in charge of developing the line said the couplings could be replaced in February, but the Taichung Metro operator called that timeline optimistic. The mayor and her team are indeed correct on this. Without knowing what caused the couplings to fail, restarting the MRT would potentially be very dangerous. However, this has been politically embarrassing for Taipei City, which their Department of Rapid Transit, which is developing this, Kawasaki Heavy Industries, which is building a lot of it, and of course the Taichung City Government and Mayor Lu Xiaoyan, who promised that they would have the MRT running by the end of this year.
Recently, pro-China want want China Times has been running headlines like evils of Thai government have surpassed those of Chiang Kai-shek and mourning the death of Taiwan's fresh press freedom. This was in response to the non-renewal of CTI TV News cable TV license by the National Communications Commission. China Times and CTI TV News share much of the same ownership. Interestingly, Focus Taiwan, the English version of the state-owned central news agency, has repeatedly claimed that the license non-renewal meant that they would lose both their cable channel and their channel on partly state-owned Zhonghua Telecom's set-top box MOD. I got some beers to watch the channel go off the air, but it didn't on MOD. It's still there. They also got over 2 million subscribers on YouTube, but the highest number of people signed in to live stream it hasn't passed 60,000 and is usually much less. Former President Maing Zhou and KMT Chair Johnny Chang held a press conference to protest dressed all in black, which they said was to mourn Taiwan's loss of press freedom. Into this tense atmosphere, the head of Taiwan's National Communications Commission decided to, in a move of spectacular poor timing, make things worse. It turns out they're drafting a Digital Communications Act intended to better regulate quote, inappropriate content on online speech platforms. Naturally, this was interpreted by the KMT as a move to shut CTI TV news down on YouTube and MOD. The NCC proposed a similar Digital Communications Act in 2018, but the bill did not pass the legislature due to concerns over Internet censorship. The 2018 bill covered major online social media platforms such as Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and allowed people to report what they think is misinformation or fake news posted on an online platform to the NCC. Now, currently, there are already laws in place to handle insults and fake news on social media, so without specifics, it isn't really clear what they need the law for. Most likely, their intent is to get more legal tools to take on Chinese propaganda, though it is easy to see how that could be abused to remove deep blue KMT material, and vice versa if there's a change in power. The NCC is scheduled a hearing on December 21st, during which experts and online social media platform operators will discuss how to regulate online speech. It will be interesting to see what their final draft looks like and whether it will pass the legislature. There are plenty of defenders of free speech in the legislature, so it will have to be very carefully thought out. French news magazine Le Point on their cover featured a photo of President Tsai Ing-wen alongside photos of U.S. President-elect Joe Biden, French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and Chinese Chairman Xi Jinping engaging in a close-running track race. That's an impressive crowd to be running in, though disappointed that Chairman Xi appeared to be running slightly ahead of President Tsai. The headline read in French, America, Asia, Europe, dot, 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 who will dominate the world? It's interesting that President Tsai was chosen to represent Asia over the leaders of India and Japan. It suggests that the president and Taiwan are punching even more above their weight than in past, when Taiwan was already more consequential than its small size and moderately sized population would suggest. Taiwan's entry was entitled, How Did Taiwan Do It?
All right. Headlines. Singapore will unilaterally lift border restrictions for visitors from Taiwan from December 18th. Taiwan's 5G users has reached 1 million, according to the industry, less than six months since it, it was launched. The newly electrified South Link Line is to begin operations on Sunday, shortening the travel time between Kaohsiung and Hualien by 39 minutes. It will now be possible to tra- take the train around Taiwan in 12 hours. China Airlines has unveiled a new Boeing 777 with the airline's name in a small font near the tail with the word cargo in large font where the name used to be. The C in cargo features a shape of Taiwan. However, it makes it look like the name of the airlines is Cargo Airlines. The Ministry of Justice Investigation Bureau describing the case as the first example of an internet-related national security violation, said two Taiwanese are being investigated for spreading fake news from China that the United States and Taiwan planned to work together to back the recent wave of democracy protests in Thailand. The Taiwanese men had traveled to China for local training and have been questioned on suspicion of violating the National Security Act. The mayors of Taipei and New Taipei officially signed a contract to host the 2025 World Masters Games, formalizing the agreement in a video call with the president and CEO of the International Masters Games Association, which organizes the event. It is an international sporting competition for athletes over 30 years old. They beat out the French capital of Paris and the Australian city of Perth to clinch the Games. The BBC used a picture of Taiwan's national carrier, China Airlines, to illustrate a news report about Chinese cabin crew being advised to wear diapers during flights as an epidemic prevention measure. This is not the first time this has happened. An agreement on the transfer of convicted and sentenced criminals between Taiwan and Switzerland took effect last Friday. The agreement was the product of three years of negotiations between the two sides and is the fifth such deal reached between Taiwan and a European country. I had no idea it was so complicated it would require three years of negotiations. Or was it just on the back burner? An anti-cancer and anti-hyperlipidemia drug developed by a Taiwanese firm as a potential medicine to treat COVID-19 was approved by Peru's authorities to begin phase two trials. U.S. Representative Scott Perry called on Congress to designate the American Institute in Taiwan an embassy while granting similar recognition to Taiwan's representative offices in Washington. He suggested this to bolster the country's ties amid rising pressure from China. It would have been more impressive if it had been based entirely on Taiwan's merits, but it is still a good sign of support from the U.S. Congress. It's not likely to happen anytime soon, however. The U.S. has added Taiwan to the monitoring list of currency-manipulating countries. The manipulator designation has no specific or immediate consequence, but U.S. law requires the government to engage with the listed nations to address the perceived exchange rate imbalance. Penalties, including exclusion from U.S. government contracts, could be applied after a year if the label is not removed. 
Guam's governor is planning to visit Taiwan in January to discuss her island's reopening to tourism in a tourism bubble with Taiwan. All right, be sure to hit like and subscribe and all that good stuff. I've already got a bunch of material for tomorrow's show, so stick around for that and be sure to tune in. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw.